Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, September 26th. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We have a great show planned for you tonight. Um, But before I get started, let me just turn everything over to Denise so she can greet you and share some beauty news as well. Good evening, everyone. And once again, welcome to Beauty Talk and welcome uh, to tonight's show. I'm excited about tonight's guest. But first, I just want to thank all of our listeners for joining us this evening. But I want to give a special shout-out for um, our listeners who tuned in last week and throughout to, uh, throughout the week to catch up on some um, of our shows. So we thank you guys for that. We thank you uh, to our listeners all over the world. Uh, we're experiencing some great uh, listener growth in France and South Africa, so we just want to say a big shout-out to France and South Africa, and, of course, the U.S., and um, some of our favorite spots, Australia, uh, Canada, South America, and just all over. Thank you guys for joining us. Absolutely. So if you have a comment or question for tonight's show, please give us a call um, at 914-803-803. 4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. And you can also join Denise over on Twitter, and she can tell you a little bit more about that. Yes, you can join me on Twitter. Follow the account beauty underscore talk, and we'll be using the hashtag beauty talk. Again, 
We'll be using the hashtag Beauty Talk, and you can follow the account Beauty underscore Talk. All right. All right. So I just want to jump right in again. Um, you are listening to Beauty Talk, and tonight's guest is skincare entrepreneur Yawande Massey, and I'm going to bring her um, on the line right now. Hello. Hi there. How are you? How are you? Did I pronounce your name correctly? You sure did. And it's Denise and Denise, right? Yes, Yes. I am. (laughs) All right. It's a pleasure to be you. you. Absolutely. You you as well. Thank you for being here tonight. And um, we just want to jump right in. We're excited. We love um, black-owned beauty um, businesses. And so we just want to jump right in and talk to you a little bit about uh, your brand. Um, just introduce yourself to our listening audience and just tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So uh, my name is Yawande Massey. I am the CEO and founder of Ornami Skincare. So we are a um, black-owned, all-natural body care line. And really our mission is to elevate skincare into self-care with emotionally therapeutic products, resources, and um, a supportive community. I hail from New York, but I moved to um, Boston about 17 years ago and just relocated to Chicago. So now I am a Midwesterner. Speaking of that, well, speaking of that, um, have you noticed the difference? You talk about skincare and self-care. Have you mm-hmm. noticed a difference in how people, particularly women, um, address their skincare and self-care needs, you know, in Chicago versus being, you know, on the east in New York and Boston? I haven't, it's, you know, with the tan- pandemic, it hasn't been, there hasn't been too many um, in-person events, but I will say mm-hmm. that um, the entrepreneur community in Chicago is very tight-knit and it is, like, deep. So, I think that it would be the same thing with self-care, where it's not they're not looking for surface-level solutions, which is, you know, people are like, oh, self-care, light a candle, and that's supposed to – and it's more than that. Um, right. It's very <laughs> intentional. <laughs> you know, why do you think it's that? Why do you think some people think it's really all about lighting a candle? I think it's really how it's been marketed, Right. Um, mm-hmm. A, a lot of people weren't really thinking about self-care before the pandemic. I think the pandemic just kind of had us all stop, and it's been marketed as like, oh, self-care, add this to cart. You know what I mean? Light a candle. Um, right. And it could right. just be where people are in their journey, right? You know, like first self-care could just be like, let me just take a bubble bath and just make this time for me. And then the deeper you get into the journey, it could be like, okay, now, you know, maybe there's some therapy or, you know, taking a trip by myself or learning how to say no. Um, but I think it's really just how initially people were introduced to self-care. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's it's funny that you said um, taking a trip by myself because I've noticed so many people are doing that now. You know, I think people are realizing sometimes when they need a break, the break has to also be away from other people other influences, mm-hmm. you know, and just do mm-hmm. a thing um, by yourself. Um, so that's interesting that you that you mentioned that. Um, 
tell us a little bit about your your background and how you transitioned into skincare. It's um it's kind of a funny story because I I thought I was going to be a lawyer, but it really wasn't mm-hmm. my passion. It was more so like you know I come from I'm first generation Nigerian and it's like you know doctor lawyer engineer. Um, those are your three options, but I graduated during the Great Recession, and um, I just started working for Verizon, and that's really where I started my career in corporate sales. And 12 years later, um, you know, I'm still I'm an entrepreneur, still working my nine to five, and I got really interested in business. And then I went into entrepreneurship, really trying to sell. Like you remember when like hair extensions was the thing. Um, and years later, I met my, who's now my ex, which is a lot of, like, the inspiration behind the let that man go, you know, no scrubs. We went to West Africa, picked up some shea butter. He starts, you know, talking about, oh, it's not easy to use. And I said, let me just see what I can do with it. And one of my um, good friends from college came over one night when I was making it. She asked me to buy some. And then she told other people, and then they started buying some. And then we broke up shortly after, and I tried to keep myself busy. And I started doing pop-up shops, and people would purchase it. And then I'm like, let me just name it. And it was like, okay, let that man go. And then people started asking me for scrubs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, oh, turn this into a, you know, there's always a silver lining. So I, w- I would say that right. it was like a, something that a breakup, the inspiration behind it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, nice. Well, glad you could make something positive out of it. Yeah, it was quite the experience. You know, you just can't. I was in the bathroom a lot. I think a lot of women, we end up, I think I read somewhere we spent like 30 minutes on average in the bathroom. And I just realized, that, like, I would turn that place into, like, my oasis, turn on music, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then I just realized, mm-hmm. like, body care is super broken. Like, we're not using the same lotion as we're using body wash. Or are we using, you know, um, shaving cream? We have systems for our face, but not our body, which is, like, really most of our skin. Mhm. Yep, you're right about that. Mm-hmm. You know, we we you know? put so much attention to the face and we neglect the rest of the body. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's like we you're using absolutely virgin, right. <laughs> you know, using jerk and stuff, and it's like, <laughs> how do we complement this experience? <laughs> how did you come up with the name for the brand? So I wanted it to be um, like about like making women feel. Um, like royalty, which I felt like was kind of like cheesy, and I was think- I didn't want to use the word crown or queen, um, so I started looking up in Google um, different ways to say um, adorn or crown, and I just lit like I just went through all the different languages, and I landed on the language Esperanto, and it was like a language that never became. It was supposed to be like the new Latin, but some people speak it, and like different people across the world speak it. And I felt that that was like, mm-hmm. it felt like what I was trying to do, like having different women in different places speaking the same language of like self-care and adorning themselves. So it was just like me Googling. It's really hard to come up with a business. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, though. I love the concept behind it, though. Yeah. It was it was very much like a healing experience, I would say. Yeah. That's nice, though. Um, Thank you. How do you the whole concept behind it, though? How do you how do you incorporate that in in your brand's message? How you know how are you incorporating it in your brand's message? You know, as far as getting people to know that you know that's what this whole 
brand is about, self-care, adorning yourself, healing, how do you incorporate into your message? So a lot of it is, like, education. So we always, like, my team, we're always figuring out, like, how can we give back to our consumers? Um, How can we give back to our clients? And even with, like, our emails, we'll have, like, affirmations at the bottom of the email. It's not like, oh, sale, sale. It's really like, um, I think, like, our blog posts, we have um, series that we do. And it's like self-care series um, based on the elements, like how the different elements can help you with your, um, like with your self-care, like air, you know, how to do breath work, right? Um, mm-hmm. We talk about like aff- affirmation. So because it's really like it's inside out, right, skincare. So when you stress, you, you know, you get some acne or some breakouts and things like that. But we just give different ways on our social media. Um, we get a little spicy. We just, you know, have the people just, really stop and say kind things to themselves or just setting boundaries. We just try to be um, compassionate and show it with the resources that we're giving people, right? Um, So, yeah, that's how we incorporate it. We don't want it to just be fluff. We want to really make this an experience for people to really take care of themselves. Nice. Nice. I would probably so talk say – oh, mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, you go ahead. I was going to say even, like, with um, the products are really meant to be complementary with each other, and we, we're always in R&D, research and development, and, like, we, we came out with the planner, right, to help people. That's not a skincare product, but it's a self-care, right? And it's like, how can you make it custom to who you are? Um, and your experience, mm-hmm. and my self-care is going to be different from somebody else's, but really this planner was designed to help people figure, you know, figure out what works for them, um, not just about slapping body cream on, you know, but making it something that is right. really intentional. Right. So push, push, I want you to use this opportunity now to push your, push the planner a little bit. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, for me, A, it took me six months to create that planner. It was definitely, um, again, like I would say, a a labor of love where I was, I mean, it has so much, so, it's jam-packed with resources. It has, um, it, it's, it's open so you don't have to write in, it doesn't come with dates already in it, so anybody can start whenever they want. I mean, the idea is that self-care should not, self-care is always in season. It shouldn't have to start at the beginning of the year. Um, you can start wherever you are. And there's also resources for them to, like, just evaluate where they are so they can see their progress, to write a love letter to themselves. There's different activities that people are trying to figure out, like, where to start, um, self-care activities in the back. Um, and my favorite part is, you know, I was somebody who once struggled with saying no, and we actually have, like, different examples in the back um, where people can, you know, actually talk there's actually activities and exercises for people to learn how to say, um, say no and just, like, exercise those boundaries. Um, so it's just really – and it's uh, weekly, monthly, and daily, so people can actually add in those different things. So it was just really a beautiful process. And what's some of the feedback that you've gotten about it? Um, that it was they, very, very detailed, very helpful, that it was um, comprehensive. It didn't just feel like a fluff you know, planner where it was just, you know, here you go, but it was actually helping people and giving them um, things to just 
a place to start, right, and something to help them become accountable. And um, people really liked the fact that there was different quotes by, like, inspirational women, women of all shapes, creeds, et cetera, that were just talking about different different things about self-care. Um, so that was the main feedback that I've gotten from them and just, like, how beautiful it was. People loved how beautiful. Um, I worked with a designer. So none of It's not any um, clip art or anything like that. Like, this was specifically designed for my, you know, for the target market, for our audience. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about um, uh, my sister was telling me a little bit about about this, but um, mm-hmm. let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the Bay Good Initiative and how that has helped ah. your business during the pandemic. Because you started, I you mean... actually launched during the pandemic. Yep, April twenty twenty. Um, I would say it's the, I mean, it's Beyonce. (laughs) So you can just imagine, you know, having that stamp of approval from the Queen Bee, you know, and just the fact that she's creating an initiative like this to pour back into others was a check that I needed to keep going. Um, It's hard, right? Like mindset is such a huge part of being an entrepreneur. And when you have something like that, somebody backing you and somebody just like, you know, go keep going, like even the feedback, like once, um, I got the news that I won the grant, like the things that they were saying. It was just really positive. Like you have to believe in yourself. And then it's just the funds. So first and foremost, just having that backing mentally. And then the funds that helped us invest in the business. We got more raw materials, inventory. We were able to do some ads, um, invest in our intellectual property. But I would just say really creating this business is ultimately do stuff like that, like what Beyonce is doing, what a lot of other black um, women business owners are doing where they're creating funds to reinvest so that, like, the, the, the women coming behind us, they can get to their goals faster. They can get their, you know, they can I- exceed their goals far beyond their dreams. Like, this isn't just about creating money. For, you know, it's about, like, creating generational change. And I love that. So that was just seeing it in action was beautiful and just inspiring. Right. So, so. So were there any stipulations to once you've won the money, you could pretty much do whatever you needed to do with it? Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, yeah, do whatever. I mean, we, in the grant, you have to write what you need it for, but there were there were no stipulations. It's just like a go and be successful. It was very encouraging. Nice. Nice. Yeah. She's a real How one. How about to change your business? Um, we were able to get in, so we ended, and I, we did pretty, like, considering it was our first year, um, having that momentum going into Q4, we, it, and it pushed us through into January, so we were able to get more goods in front of people so that we can increase our sales, right? So, and just even the brand awareness, being able to have, like, Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? Like, she has us still on her site for, like, um, black businesses. Um, so, like, from a visibility perspective, it just gives you, like, that confirmation that, you know, this is a business, this is a real um, business that's starting out small, but, you know, small but mighty. And that's what you need. You're going up against huge players, right, Revlon, Mac, these huge brands, and you're little, but then you have somebody like Beyonce, so you get that credibility. So where are you? I wish small brands didn't feel like they were competing with such, you know, like the bigger brands. I mean, I know you are technically because, mm-hmm. you know, the general public, that's 
that's what they buy, that's what they're looking at. So, of course, you're competing with that, but I just wish that there was definitely a market for um, for the smaller, which I know there is, but just, you know, more of a market for smaller brands where, you know, brand owners didn't have to think they're competing with, you know, such the big brands. You know, you could be competing with another small brand, which to me is the the – the better outlook, the better way of looking at it, as opposed to you've mm-hmm. got to compete with Revlon. Because it just sounds like, you know, I'm this small cat trying to compete with this mm-hmm. big lion. You mm-hmm. know, it's and it, and it it could be overwhelming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just right. wish that I just wish that small brands didn't have to think that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would also ask, like, what are ways so. I'm curious of what are some ideas that you have for small brands, too, because that's a good point. And you're saying, like, thinking about maybe getting, if there's small marketplaces for small businesses. Like, I, I, I really do wish, and I know with COVID, it, you know, it's, it's a thing, but I really do wish there were, you know, before the mm-hmm. shutdown, like, I really do wish there were, um, I can't remember the name, but it was like a marketplace where people would come to sell their, um, mm. you know, to sell their products, but it was more of like more for like indie brands, you know, so the indie mm-hmm. brands could come up. I, just, I wish there was more of a movement like that, but with with COVID, I think it's kind of hard to just be in a place where you know it's going to get crowded. You know people are touching and feeling the products and things like that, but I just wish, I wish we were still in those days. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I've seen some, I think, like, Black and Green, she has, like, an online marketplace for smaller brands, um, Mm -hmm. which is pretty dope. It's one of the things, too, like, when you're smaller trying to compete with those ads, you know, the ad spend. Um, So you just got to, you really have to be so um, intentional about nurturing your audience. I hear you. I hear you 100%. Absolutely. But what were some of the challenges that you faced, you know, what were some of the challenges that you faced, though, being a new entrepreneur, a new business uh, during COVID? Um, I mean, I know the obvious things, but were there some challenges coming up, you know, along the way? Yeah, I would say it was. it's hard for me to know what it was like without COVID because we launched during this time period, you know what I mean? But um, I know, like, we – one of the things was we actually got – um, accepted into like one of these like marketplaces that does really well in Boston, and then when COVID happened, we you know so it was stuff like that. Like we were like, okay, this is a good way for us to get in front of people, um, and just do like a boots on the ground type of thing. And we so then we just pivoted a little bit to doing the online marketplace, which wasn't really uh, bad at all. But I would I don't know what it was like not to do business outside of COVID. I would say that there was delays on. Um, Shipping, oh, so like you know materials, and that I mean the delays would be like, you know, four or five months. So you then you have to go somewhere else where the prices um, were higher. Prices were crazy. I mean we're still experiencing a lot of those things because a lot of things were coming from China, right? So because there mm-hmm. was a, um, because there was a what do they say the um, economies of scale, like the they knew there was a um, scarcity, so they could charge more. And then you have to either absorb it or pass it on. And it was just like, I would say those were a little bit crazy. I think some of the challenges that I faced, and just general starting my business, I think as a as a black founder, people really wanted to keep me in a box, right? Um, I find that 
um, even whether it's, you know, when I'm writing grants, et cetera, it's I'm a black founder and they want me to, they're like, are you selling to only black women? And I'm like, you know, I'm selling to, it's a body care line, right? Um, coming from a background with having business and going to get my MBA, you want to make sure that you're looking at like a wider, like a wider market, but also what I'm trying to offer is an experience for balanced bosses. That's kind of what I say. Um, and it's really hard. I've had people that have worked with me, um, contractors, where they're like, well, why aren't you only selling to black people? Mm-hmm. And I think that I think about brands that sell to black people that aren't black. And I'm, I'm, I, I think to myself, why aren't we opening up those same opportunities for black women? Why do we think that we can only serve black women? Um, we are great business women. Um, so we can serve anybody. Uh, and I see that those same ideas are not given to other women of other races. So I would say that that's probably one of the biggest challenges I face is that people don't, they want to put me in a box. Oh, you can, you sell black, you know, skincare for women with melanated skin. Uh, they, it's really hard. And if you notice a lot of the people winning grants um, and a lot of the, it's more so like for natural hair or for textured hair or for um, black skin. And, and I find that frustrating. You know, it's, yeah. it's funny because years ago, back when we were uh, working with our cosmetics line, there, you know, we had a publicist who, uh, you know, just trying to help um, help us expose the brand a little more. And one of the things that she was mentioning um, was, well, you know, maybe you all shouldn't say that you are um, – that your products are for women of color. And it's amazing to me, not that we did not want to sell to anybody else, but at the time, this was some years ago, we saw that there was a need. So mm-hmm. our business was a, is, was addressing what we thought the need was. And we thought that women of color needed more options in terms of color mm-hmm. cosmetics. So, right. um, you know what I mean? So now you see those options more, but it's funny, like, it's funny because back then those same people who are asking why aren't you, you know, um, selling to only black women, back then they didn't even want to entertain you if you weren't selling to other women. So I'm Moving just trying to time. figure out, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, <laughs> like, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what happens along the way? What is it? Exactly. Yeah, it's a moving goalpost, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's, and it's done by design, right? And it's like if you keep people in these boxes, it's, it's not, it's just, it's just it's interesting, you know, and I don't think that some yeah. of those same and those are the challenges of being a black businesswoman, right? We get certain yeah. black taxes, and you know what I mean that I don't think other brands get. Um, so that's just that's the biggest challenge I face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's take a quick commercial break, break and then we'll come right back. All right. 
how would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. So let me ask you, um, I know you, you, you bought this uh, Shea Butter in West Africa and you may have you may have pointed out some of the reasons as we've been having this conversation, but why why women's um, skincare? Why um, yeah? Why women's skincare? Why um, or or maybe maybe it's not just for women. Tell us a little bit about that. Should it are you're specifically women? Or do you have an offering yes. for um, for men? So um, at the moment, it's specifically for women. And the reason why was just because, it, like I was saying before, I think it really just started off as like a passion project to keep my mind busy after the breakup. And mm-hmm. um, that's, that's and it was like a market that I felt comfortable serving, right? Um, I didn't understand, which is interesting, right, because I actually started making it for a man. <laughs> and then I just was like, okay, mm-hmm. why do I pour this right. into something else? And I'm like, I know how women get down in the bathroom. Like, we just love the bathroom. Like, it's just, we, that's like our, our like, oasis. We get in there playing music. There's all those memes where it's like, this is why she's 30 minutes late. And I'm like, how do I, <laughs> you know, she listens to all kinds of music. Um, so that was really, like, why I started it for, um, for women and really body care because I just felt like it was a forgotten market, right? Like nobody cares about, like it just felt that way to me. Like there's so much attention on our face serums and we have 90% of our skin is everywhere else. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. So for me, I just wanted to take something that is routine and like can be feel mundane and turn it, like turn caring for yourself as like an everyday ritual, something that you can look forward to and is intentional. Um, Like people tell me they, they use a scrub and then they use it like before they go to bed and they just felt like at peace. And I don't know. I'm like, this. I have to sometimes look back at the reviews and it reminds me when I'm having those tough days, right? I'm just like, oh, this is tough. And then I looked, um, one of my coaches was saying, so go look at my reviews to go look at what, you know, people were saying. And I was like, yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's, that's the reason why. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Well, do you think you would ever, um, at some point, branch into um, something for men? Because I mean, you know, self care doesn't just stop with with women. But I, I oh. get why, you know, we start with oh, women. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I definitely um, would branch into men. In fact, it's it's hilarious because men keep, and I think it's it's almost like a 360, right? Like coming back to where I started because it started from my ex. But I will be in like Whole Foods, and I will see like grown men pulling me legitimately. Like this happened like last week, and the guy's like, "Hey, can you help me with my skincare routine? I promise you." Do you know what I mean? And my guy friends are like, when are you going to make something for men? So, you know, things are, I'll say things are cooking, you know. Um, but at the same right. time, I don't want to address that market in a way that them. You know, like I don't want to, I see some, some male brands and I, and I look at them like, I feel like that's coming from a woman, right? So, like, I need a right. male perspective. You know what I'm saying? So we don't address them the same way because they are two different markets. Right. Absolutely. I totally but agree yeah, with that. Desperate. You know, and they, but they're in desperate need. I mean, they are literally like always texting me, "When are you gonna do something for us?" Like they're not, you know. And I'm so like detail oriented that everything I'm creating, I'm I'm a little bit crazy. I'm like, no, this has to be. It has to deliver, and it has to mean be meaningful to them. Mhm. Right. Now. Glow Guy, that's your your blog, correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in terms in terms of uh, uh, self care, what's what's the direction or the or the goal of your of your of your blog um, in terms of speaking of self care? Um, it's really to provide. It's just guidance. Um, some of it is reflection. But it's really just to provide, like, examples, you know? So I think mm-hmm. stuff about, like, self-care in the summer, like how, why self-care in the summer is so easy. So just giving people, like, yeah, because it's nice outside, you can take a walk. Like, all the things that you do, but you don't do with intention, you know what I mean? Like, we're just on autopilot, right? Mm-hmm. It's just going, 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 going. And it's, like, a lot of the reason why all this stuff happened, I think, during the pandemic with people really struggling was because, we just so used to going that when we stopped, we're like, whoa, what's all, what is this? You know, like, so right. we try to help people find easy ways to just want, really intentionally do something where they're taking care of themselves. They're not just doing it because they're used to doing it. Um, mm-hmm. And really reflecting, right? It's not meant to be perfect. We're not trying to, oh, you're, you know, I'm getting up at 5 a.m. I am not the 5 a.m. girl. No. You know what I mean? You're going to get a monster at 5 a.m. <laughs> but I am the 12 a.m. girl, right? Like, so what works for you? <laughs> no, when you said that, I just thought about um, my call time for Tuesday morning, and you were like, I am not a 5 a.m. girl. Neither am I, so it's a struggle. Um, okay. Going to work at the beginning <laughs> right. of the week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. It's like not a my zone struggle. of genius. No. <laughs> no, ma'am. Right, exactly. <laughs> Let me ask you. So you you're say, you you said that you've never um, started a business outside of the pandemic, um, and we don't know how long this is going to be going on. But what would you say your advice would be to future brand owners and entrepreneurs who are, you know, thinking about starting out in skincare or just any um, beauty type of brand, what would be some advice that you would share with um, future brand owners, those who are considering? Oh, wow. 
you know, it's like, I think sometimes it's like we do like ready, shoot, aim instead of like ready, aim. And by that, I mean, it's like, you really got to know your target market. You know, like you mm-hmm. got to know, and I'm going to say that, I'm going to say woman because that's who I'm, you just have to know that when you want to know what TV show she's watching, where she goes to eat lunch, what her favorite vacation, like we, it's a very topical when it's like, oh, demographics. Okay. You know, she is a woman of color, uh, 26 to 30. She went to college. I mean, that's, that's surface, right? You really have to know her so that you can first start small, right? So I started off with just like the body. That was like, a, and again, it just kind of happened. And then um, it can be tempting to do too much, but you really don't want to do that. You just want to understand your customer and then create something that's going to benefit their lives. Um, and then listen to mm-hmm. what they want and expand from there, you know? But right. it's a lot. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh, you, when you come here, I want to do all this, all the things. But, like, does she want that? Like, do you, you know what I mean? Like, what does she want? Like, mm. right. The, yeah, just know your target market. Like, first know your target market. Then, and then go from there. I mean, yeah. that was how we did it the scrub, you know? Mm hmm. Mhm, and so, that was like that's well, the best selling product. You said that's how you found the best selling product. Yeah, so that's how we created the scrub, right? Because we were doing pop up shops. Mm-hmm. Like this is, you know, the um, and then they asked us. They're like, "Hey, can you create the scrub?" So like we mm-hmm. like this try the scrub. So that's how it happened. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what would you say to entrepreneurs about this is something that we all struggle with at some point, but what would you say to them about moving past their fears? Ooh. Um, I would say to have, like, an accountability person, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like somebody else who is, like, slightly ahead of you on the entrepreneurship journey, like a mentor, but more like a appear and um, gotcha. it's progress over over perfection just like do it the sooner you do it the sooner you can figure out like it's never really a failure right because either you're going to learn information and then do it better or you're going to succeed but it's never a failure right a lot of that's our ego speaking it's like what are you really afraid of and when you dig down deep into it you're like i'm just really afraid that i'm going to embarrass myself i'm going to do this big thing you know or i'm going to lose money you know what i'm saying but most of it boils down to like our ego and if you have somebody who's your accountability like partner further down the line in you that's going to check you you know what i'm saying like that you can that's a safe person that's going to help you move because it's like they can help you look over stuff you can help them with whatever you can and then it'll move you into, like, the direction. Just get it out. Like, HBO Max, Disney Plus, when they first came out, the apps were tweaking. <laughs> but they put it out, and they fixed it, right. you know. So <laughs> we are, like, really hard on ourselves as just small businesses, and there's like, these big tycoons, and they get it wrong. They have, what are those things, recalls. It's just progress over perfection. Mm-hmm. That's so that's, you, that would you, be mine. Just take that, just take that step. Mhm. A yeah. lot of it's about how your mind frames it and just framing it like it's not a failure. It's either going to be a learning experience or success. Mhm. Absolutely. But I totally agree with um, not trying to do everything. Going back to your your response to the last um, 
question, but not trying to do everything all at once. Knowing your, knowing your, uh, your, uh, knowing your target market, what they want, um, and knowing just knowing a little bit of everything about them, I think it's totally uh, some of the best um, advice to give. It's just you just have to know. And I think sometimes people think they know their target market but yet still do too much. Mm-hmm. But then just like you were but then just like you were saying, you know, it's okay though because even though we may see that that's not the right thing to do, it's it's just getting out there experiencing it and knowing where you need to cut back um you know, knowing where you need to regroup and, and change and do some, you know, do some things different. I mean, it's it's all a learning experience. Yeah, and that's the best part. You learn so much and meet so many great people on this journey. It's like, and a lot of people are willing to help you. They'll give you the feedback. You just have to be ready to take it, you know? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I have a caller on the phone here. Hold on a second. This looks like Jennifer Abbey, but I'm not sure. Hello? Hello? That's it, Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. Yes. Hey. How how are you? I am good. I am listening to the information. Um, I just wanted to know what your suggestion is for the woman that's over 30. Oh, um, Mm, that's a good question. I'm 35. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how about over... I'm a, I'm a little 40. over that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the older set woman, what do you recommend? What do you suggest? Um, are we talking about from self-care products or for, from entrepreneurial um, advice? Self-care. I think Okay. Um, I mean, it depends on how, how what part of the journey that you're on, right? Um, I would say there's, First, going into, like, what interests you, like what you're normally interested in. Um, you could also start mm-hmm. off with a morning routine. I think the morning routine is something that's incredibly helpful. Um, started off with Miracle Morning, and that pretty much is, like, helping you start the day. So I would okay. say, like, it helps you. It's intentional where you start the day off with um, – you can do it in whatever order, but it's meditation or prayer, um, journaling, affirmations, visualization, exercise, and what's the other one? Um, there's six things. I'm trying to remember the last one. But that's something like just even starting off with a routine in the morning to get you feeling right. Whatever time you wake up. Um, well, and that's putting- the problem because some of us have jobs that, you know, we have to be at work by mm-hmm. four. So, mm-hmm. you know, starting a routine at like 2.30 or 3 is a little challenging. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the beautiful thing about depending the, on the morning, you know, depending on how you okay. work and where you work, but just to give people options of that. Well, the beautiful thing about the miracle morning is you don't. It, it doesn't have to be that long. Like that's one of the first things he says. It literally can be a minute of meditation or prayer, a minute of mm-hmm. after, like it just six minutes, something to just get started, so that you're not. And once you finish it, then you can expand. And you can do two minutes of each thing. So it doesn't it doesn't have to be anything that's too lengthy. 
I think ha- it's kind of like going to the gym. The hardest part is just getting started. Um, right. Put it into your routine. Put it into your calendar for five minutes. Do you know what I'm saying? Just like wake up and just, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this every day for the next 28 days. Hmm. Gotcha. Thank you. Nice. You're welcome. It's a miracle morning if you want to find that book. Gotcha. Oh, Thank you. Morning. Mm-hmm. Thank you nice. for the question. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Um, what was, there's something I was going to ask you after she said that. But um, and I, just to uh, go back to what Jennifer was saying about um, the early morning times, because we all work in the film and television industry, and so our our times every day could be something different. And so, um, like she was saying, having a 4:42 a.m. call time tomorrow, um, oh. it's hard. But just, just saying to you though, Jennifer, um, maybe yeah. it does your routine doesn't necessarily have to be morning. So those days, um, I guess you can just switch it up however you want because those those days um, when you have to be there early, it, you may find that it's a like you were saying it's hard getting started. So you may find that it's hard to get started. So maybe maybe that six minutes could be somewhere you place somewhere else in the day. Maybe on your lunch is, break, or you know, like maybe on your lunch break, or you know like a. Mm-hmm. afternoon, you know, routine type of thing, um, or at night when you're settling down. I mean, I guess, you know, we can, you can make it work, work for you um, in any way. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if this book, the whole purpose is to do something morning, but I mean, if you're just trying to do something and you just like morning is not working out, um, I, you know, I say find a time throughout the day, at least you are, um, Maybe you can implement the six things or a few of the things. Just a suggestion. I agree. Yeah, a lot of it's just it's hard just to get started. I think that's a good way to just incorporate it and make it a habit and then move it if necessary. Yes, exactly. Once you get into the habit, then you can you can adjust. Because um, I think once it is a habit, um, and you can you can find a way. Uh, to, to turn it into something in the morning, um, just like you were saying, maybe just a minute for each thing. So you, even though you have to get up maybe at 2, 2.30 a.m. to be at work by 4, uh, maybe it's just a minute for each of those six things. Um, but, you know, I, I definitely understand because I struggle with those early calls like that, and six minutes is a lot of minutes, <laughs> and I can still be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like um, I think the thing is just to be intentional about it um, and get into a routine of where you're doing something like that, and then, like I said, move it if you have to. So that's that's um, good stuff. I love it. Um, but it's definitely, I feel like you know, self care is something that you have to be intentional about um but before we before we go i do want you to have the opportunity to talk some about your products um tell us what you offer 
in the line and what what it's all for. Okay, thank you. Um, we currently mm-hmm. have our our favorite products, actually the two top favorite, the Let That Man Go Body Butter. Um, it has lavender, calendula, um, black seed oil, and squalene. And um, the next product is the No Scrub Body Exfoli- Exfoliator. So I've used some sea buckthorn oil, uh, green tea mm-hmm. extract, um, vitamin E, grape seeds, and it's just like really things that were not just going to be good for the skin, but actually like, you know, sea buckthorn is known to, have, to help against um, protecting the skin, boosting your immune system, um, and you know that your skin absorbs and these things come into your system. Uh, green tea helps to reduce inflammation. Uh, grape seed helps with uh, smoothing the skin, signs of aging. And both of the products are really complementary to each other. I also have the um, body oil, the, the Glow Getter body oil, which is just really more of like a fun product, but I still have a lot of um, really like it's high, high quality value ingredients in there. Um, and then there's the planner and, and, and the candle, which is just to help with setting the mood. Um, we have a box that we put out um, during last year during Christmas. And, or during the holiday mm-hmm. season, and it was, like, really all about, like, touching the five senses. It had a playlist, a mirror, a candle. It had tea, um, a journal. It was really just, like, so those are the type of products that we have. Um, but the best sellers are definitely the, that mango body butter and the um, exfoliator, which will have you feeling super silky smooth. Now, will you do your box again mm-hmm. this year? Yeah. I'm thinking about it because it was it was definitely um people liked it a lot. It was just it was jam packed and we did like um we did like a competition too where we had a let that blank go and people just would fill it in like what they're letting go and they had a chance to win the box and it was just really just like a creative interactive way to touch our community. So I think we're going to bring it back. Nice. Well, gotcha. People we announce it. We have a, um before we go, we have a question um, from one of our listeners who can't call in right now, and she wanted me to ask you the question. Um, let's see. She wanted to know how you differentiated um, your brand amid the influx of skincare, body care businesses opening in 2020. Um, she says the market is so saturated, even for small brands, it's so crazy. Yeah, that's uh, – I think the biggest thing is that we were focused on being like self-care through body care mm-hmm. um, and really just like creating. So we even had events with our, um, with our, like with our customers. So we had like a beauty brunch, like we just make it very high touch. Um, that's the, that's the best way, right? So that they felt very connected to what we were doing. Um, so it's like, it's a longer game, right? Like we're not, we weren't interested in, in quick, just doing something that's, like, kitschy. We were really interested in creating something that's deep and, like, valued. So it's still – we're still learning, you know. Um, But very much, I think, community over anything. And that that community was always about, like, self-care, using these Mm -hmm. products to give that. And that's, like, literally our niche, you know. So we were really intentional about finding that customer. Gotcha. Nice. Gotcha. Love it. Anything else you want to uh, say or plug about the brand? Um, I will say that there are some exciting – I'm so excited for, like, what's to come because it's, we're big about innovation. 
I have to keep my mm-hmm. lips tied because I'm, like, still going through some trademark and stuff. But, like, what is going to come is going to, like, blow your mind. I know it sounds like, okay, like, what can you do? But trust me, it's going to be so dope. Um, so we're just <laughs> going to, like, we're make it's going to be so, I'm so excited, seriously, for, like, what's happening um, behind the scenes. But we're all about that. So it's going to definitely be a way to continue to help women um, and then integrate self-care into their daily lives so we continue to be balanced bosses. Nice. 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 And share with us, what's your definition of beauty? I think um, beauty is being comfortable in your own skin and having compassion for yourself and others. That's beauty nice. to me. Nice. Well, thank you so much, um, Yolanda. We really appreciate you. Um, I'm Definitely looking forward to this box coming back and <laughs> and looking forward to um, just looking forward to um, what you all, what, you know, what you're going to be doing and what, you know, the new offerings you're going to have um, once everything gets in place. Um, I was online looking at the planner, you know, um, Everything is about being <laughs> planning for me, so I think I'm interested in this planner here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to uh, following you and following your journey and just to see what you have to offer. Um, so, so again, thank you for sharing that with us. And when you do have information on the box, uh, let us know, and we will you know post about it and make announcements so other people can find out about it as well. I appreciate you so, so much. Thank you for having me, and thank you for creating this this platform. You are greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank, oh, thank you, you so much. much. Have a You're wonderful welcome. evening. And you as well. All right. Okay. okay. Good Bye-bye. night. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. We greatly appreciate it. Um, we thank again uh, Yawande Massey for joining us. You can follow um, her brand or Name Skincare on IG. And I'm trying to remember. Is she on Twitter? She's on Twitter as well. She's on Twitter as well? You know, okay. I always have to plug Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Orname is O R N A M I. Okay, Orname Skincare. You can find her on Instagram and Twitter. Um, but they have a lot of great things going on over there. And we just, we've just been enjoying um, introducing you guys to um, new and growing black-owned brands. There's um, actually one on the line that I would love to get on if she's willing to come on. Um, but... Um, We'll talk to her about that. But anyway, we just want to um, just promote some of the brands that are out there and growing um, and want want to get the exposure. Um, so we thank Dewande for coming on again. Greatly appreciate her for that. Again, we thank you guys for tuning in tonight and every Sunday night. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, Denise can tell you where you guys can follow us. So you can follow us on social media. We are Beauty Talk Online Radio on Facebook. On Twitter, we're Beauty underscore Talk. 
and on Instagram, we're beauty underscore talk underscore media. And then you can follow me on social media on all platforms, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and all the rest, just by my name, Denise Tunnell, D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. And for Janice, just the same, J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for those who will listen on the playback. We thank you so much. Um, and that's our show for tonight. Um, stay tuned our, to our social media platforms for who will be our guest next week. All right? Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you.